In this episode, I give you five awesome reasons why building a brand is the best private label strategy in 2017 and beyond. Hello and welcome to the Private Labeler Show, where we are dedicated to helping you take your Amazon business to the next level. Now, here is your host, Nick Landowski. Hey, everybody, what's happening? Welcome to episode number 71 of the Private Labeler Show. I hope you're having a great day. It is May 1st, 2017. Feels like the year is just cruising by. I hope uh, your month of May is amazing, and I hope you are killing it with your private label business and your Amazon business, and uh, things are just really uh, working out in your favor so far this year. Hopefully, your goals are just being smashed. So thanks again for tuning in. Really excited that you decided to join, no matter where in the world you are. And um, everybody that recently left reviews on iTunes or other platforms, thank you so much. If you haven't yet done so, please do so. I'm trying to get up towards 50 reviews on iTunes. Really looking forward to you leaving a review if you do use iTunes or whatever platform. It might be Stitcher, it might be Podbean, it might be whatever. Uh, if you could just leave me a quick vote or review, that would be super cool of you. And I would like to give you a virtual pat on the back for doing that. So thanks in advance. All right, guys, so diving right into it, let's jump into five cool reasons why building a brand is, in my opinion, one of the best private label strategies you can go with in 2017 and beyond. If you're selling on Amazon, Shopify, whatever, um, I firmly believe that this is this is the strategy you want to be implementing. Now, there are other ways that people do sell on Amazon, as an example. You have wholesalers, you have kind of the shotgun approach where you just sell a little bit of everything, whatever's going to make you money, uh, reselling, whatever it might be, arbitrage, no matter what you're doing, um, as long as you're making money, that's good, obviously. And I just firmly believe that the private label method is the best and easiest long-term solution to success that's kind of future-proofing yourself um, to do a lot of great things, uh, selling your brand and um, selling not just on Amazon, but on Walmart, chat, other platforms as well, your own website. And I'm going to nail out about five different reasons why I think it's cool. So if you are just starting out, don't even have a product out, or maybe you got a bunch or whatever it is, um, hopefully some of the reasons I give you will kind of give you some some clarity, some detail into maybe the way I'm thinking, and you can utilize that into your strategies going forward to set yourself up for success, okay? So by no means of what I'm telling you is is the ultimate end-all, be-all way that you have to do things. Um, there are, like I said, people that sell products in all different niches and all different uh, categories, and they really don't you know, care particularly what those products are as long as they meet the criteria and it makes them money. They're happy, and that's totally cool. If you're doing that, by all means, thumbs up to you. Um, I just firmly believe, again, that the, the method of building a single brand um, is kind of the route to go for a lot of different reasons, and it's something that I have been doing pretty much since day one, and I'm pretty convinced that it's in probably the best method to go down. So again, no matter where you're at in your career or your stages of private or selling an Amazon or your Shopify site or whatever, uh, the, the brand method is definitely something you're going to want to entertain for a lot of reasons. And the beauty of the brand thing as well is like you own that, like you own everything associated with it. 
And if anything were to happen to Amazon, your Amazon account, you can always take that brand somewhere else if you have a built up audience around that. And you can always take it to other platforms fairly easily versus if you sell like, I don't know, if you're selling a a grilling accessory and you're selling a yoga mat and you're selling a a CrossFit item and you're selling a, um, a kitchen utensil, like if you're selling a lot of weird different things, yeah, then they might be making you money. But what happens if Amazon cracks down on you or something happens with your Amazon account. What are you going to do then? I mean, if you have a single brand with a single focus, it just makes your life that much easier in a lot of different respects, um, in my opinion. So these, uh, this list here, obviously there could be a ton more. These are just five things I thought would be interesting and kind of beneficial for you to see or think uh, how I think about you know the, the brand building and, and all that good stuff associated with it. So again, there's plenty more reasons. And um, if I don't cover any of them, that's that's totally cool. If you want to add to them, you want to join in the Facebook group at privatelabelershow.com forward slash FB. Add to that. Give me your, your thoughts, your comments on this list. Um, I would love to hear them. And by the way, if you're listening to this and you try to enter the, the Facebook group and typically if you don't have like a, even have a profile picture or you just started the account like a week ago or a day ago, I'm not going to let you in. So if you've been trying to get in, um, you don't even have those basic things, and um, I'm not generally not going to accept you into the Facebook group. So I typically want established accounts, people that actually look like they're real people, like they got you know like a normal profile picture. So um, just thought I'd throw that out there. If you've been trying to get in and you've been denied or blocked by somebody, that's probably why. So thought I'd throw that out there. So, anyways, let's get into reason number one on why building a single brand is freaking awesome. And it's the best route to go in 2017 and beyond for private labeling. So the first big reason is launching products is super easy when you have a email list and an audience kind of of, of raving fans of targeted, hyper-targeted tra- or, uh, customers essentially or people on that email list or in that audience that want your product. So if I'm selling yoga products and I have yoga mats and all this stuff I'm launching, um, if I have, let's say, an email list of 1,000 or maybe 2,000 or 5,000 people on an email list or in my Facebook group or whatever, and they're all raving fans of my brand or just super fans of yoga, it makes launching products, new products, related products, really easy. So I know a lot of times new people kind of go, oh, wow, how, how do you launch products? How do you get reviews? How do you get traction? Well, one of the ways to make your life a lot easier is if you're building up an audience or building up an email list of people that are targeted, that are already fans of yours, maybe already have purchased things from you before or would be very interested in what you're selling, all your related products, it makes your life so much easier. So all I have to do personally at this point is send out a few emails whenever I want to boost sales, whenever I want to get reviews, whenever I want to launch a product, and I can just simply let my people know, my targeted list know about what's going on, and they go to bat for me. They buy my products. They leave reviews, they give me feedback, they do all sorts of cool stuff. So your life just becomes a lot easier. Now, if you didn't have that, let's say you sell 10 different products in 10 different niches, well, chances are you probably don't have an email list for each one of those. That's just too much work. So if you do, cool, but most likely you're not going to. So if you sell like uh, hardware and then you sell yoga and then you sell grill brushes, well, you can't just send an email list to a general email list of people that would be interested in all that. It's just not really going to work. So it's super easy to launch products when you're single focused on a specific brand, specific customer, specific customer avatar 
um, um, and you just know how to talk to them and you know products they're interested in, your life, um, like I said, becomes easy. So number two, reason number two, guys, product research becomes stupid simple, okay? Product research becomes stupid simple. What I mean by that is whenever I am looking for the next product to add to my brand, I don't really have to struggle very much. I don't really have to think too much about it. Um, My customers in general will kind of tell me over time what else they are interested in. They'll ask me, do you guys make this? Do you sell that? Because I would be interested in it. It's related to the products they already bought from you. Do you, you know, do you offer this or can you or when will you have this? So I get that feedback a lot of times from my customers. And all I do is if I get a certain request for a certain type of product, I just kind of add it to my memory bank of like, yeah, I get a lot of people looking for this. Maybe I should look into private labeling that. And I kind of run my numbers and I, you know, make sure there's enough demand and do all that stuff and use Jungle Scout and all that stuff still. But when you have a, a list of raving fans of customers that already bought your stuff, they kind of tell you what they want next. And that's super cool. So product research becomes super easy. And the more time you spend in a niche, the more time you spend with specific customers, the more you're going to become an expert into what else they want. So if I'm selling uh, widget A, I know what the next product should be after a while. I'll know like what's going to make sense, what's related, what accessories are there out there that they're going to complement. What are other products that that customer would buy? And over time, you start to see those trends. You see what things are related. And it all really comes down to, as I mentioned, is you're just using things like Jungle Scout, tools like that, to just simply kind of check the stuff out. Like, is there a demand? Okay, is this going to be a profitable product? It becomes really easy. So again, number two, product research is stupid simple. Now, on the flip side, if I had 10 different products and 10 different unrelated categories, if I want to find product number 11... I have to start kind of from scratch and, 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 and spend a lot of time really, really doing the research. And if you're okay with that, that's cool. But I like simplicity. So the more time I spend down in my niche, as an example, or you spend in yours for your customers and your customer avatar and your brand, you just kind of know, like, what are the, uh, the, the next products that you want to launch that make sense for, for your vision for what you're trying to do? Okay, so hopefully that's making sense. Product research just becomes stupid simple when you're focused in on one customer. All right, so number three, guys, and this probably should really be number one, but this is really cool and this is really, really, really important. So number three, sourcing becomes super easy when you have a defined customer and specific products that you're trying to build your brand out with and they're all related. So if I'm doing yoga stuff, and I have four different products that I want to do or five different products that are all yoga related, chances are when you go to source that, a lot of your suppliers that you're talking to or you're already working with might carry everything that you want to private label anyways. So think about how easy that would be if you only had to deal with one or maybe two, three maybe max suppliers to find all of your stuff. Okay, it makes things a lot easier to develop relationships, to reorder things to communicate to build you know build those relationships up so that that way your suppliers are actually looking out for you okay makes your life a lot easier versus if you had 10 different suppliers and 10 different niches and you got to build 10 different relationships up that's just kind of a nightmare so if you can focus in on just a few suppliers that kind of carry or will make all the stuff that you're interested in private labeling in the future again it's really easy so i always mention that i have a specific supplier that really looks out for me. 
and wants to partner and build a relationship with me and is always offering like, hey, we're, we also make this. Your customers would probably love this. Do you want a sample? Uh, it makes getting better pricing a lot easier because if you order a lot of stuff through that supplier, chances are they're going to they're gonna be willing to work with you on getting you better prices, better terms, things like that. So it's just about establishing that relationship. If you know you're communicating well with them and they're looking out for you, and you know I actually have a supplier that, you know, as I've mentioned before, they'll come to me and say, "Hey, uh, you know this product will be great," or "Hey, we noticed that we need to maybe make improvements on certain products." We've read your your, your customer reviews on Amazon, and we think that maybe by improving this product this way, you're going to get more sales or whatever it might be. So when you have somebody in your corner that is doing these things for you and is benefiting you and they want you to succeed because if you succeed, they sell more stuff. Like that's what you're going towards. And again, you can do that and communicate a lot easier if you have a kind of like a small core group of suppliers, like your go-tos versus a whole bunch of different ones scattered all over the board in all different niches. That just seems to me like a lot of excessive work. So hopefully that makes sense. All right, so number four, and this is kind of cool. So if you're building a brand and Again, maybe you're building a grilling accessory brand or grilling products. That's what you're really into. That's what your passions are about. That's you know what you're focused on uh, building a community around or whatever. Uh, you can also do things to enhance your physical products, such as like starting a Shopify site and utilizing print-on-demand services. So not only are you doing the grill brush and the grilling tongs and the, the mats and things like that, the grilling accessories that you're building products around and building your brand around, but what if you had print-on-demand products that maybe you do with merch by Amazon? Maybe it's t-shirts, maybe it's hats, maybe it's sweatshirts, hoodies. You guys probably see them everywhere, you know, online on your Facebook being advertised to you. But there's so many cool opportunities to build out your brand through print-on-demand services. So if you have Shopify as an example, there's a lot of plugins, a lot of apps in the store that connect you with print-on-demand services. So not only maybe you only have three products right now, maybe you only have two, but you can very easily kind of build out your brand with, again, print-on-demand things. And there's so many cool things that I see right now as far as like what you can print on. There's there's hats, there's shirts, there's duffel bags, there's towels, there's pillows. There's so many cool different things that, again, you can get somebody to create designs for and build out your brand to make you look kind of a little bit more legitimate so that if a customer hits your Shopify site, as an example, they might see your grill brush and your grill tongs, but they also might see a really cool sweatshirt or hoodie or um, a towel or something that has, you know, kind of a cool saying or, or graphics or logos or whatever that are that they'd also be interested in. Okay, so utilizing Shopify merch on uh, merch by Amazon to build out your brand, and again, this is print on demand, so you don't actually have to physically store this stuff. That's the beauty of it. You just need the designs. You just need to go to Fiverr or Upwork and get somebody to make you cool designs and you just upload it. Customers see it and they go, wow, they you know they got a lot of cool stuff on here. It's not just the grilling accessories. They may be interested in shirts or whatever it might be. And um, it just allows them to see you as more than just, you know, just those two, three, four items. You know, maybe you have a whole bunch of different designs up there. And yeah, maybe you don't want to be a apparel company. I totally get that. But it just help, I think it helps with brand perception as you're building your brand. Now, again, if you had 10 different products and 10 different niches all over the board, this wouldn't make sense for you. So if you're kind of focused around specific products, a specific customer avatar, 
you can do cool things like this and make some extra money on the side. Again, it could be something simple as t-shirts, hats, whatever, all just to enhance. So I know I sell t-shirts, I sell extra uh, apparel items. Again, it's not my go-to, it's not why I'm doing it, but it, it's extra income, it's extra money. And again, it makes your brand look a little bit cooler when somebody hits your Shopify site. So the fifth and final reason, guys, uh, and this is really cool as well, and this is kind of a big picture payoff, but once you build a brand and you, you're building a community and you know you have a following, whether it be Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Reddit, wherever you're building your community and building your tribe, and as you add to your brand and you start to grow and you know you start to scale up, you kind of become attractive to other people. You become attractive to other companies, investors, things like that, people that maybe are interested or would want to buy your brand and kind of cash you out. So whether that's your goal, your mission, hey, it's an opportunity. So if I'm selling, I don't know, let's just say, again, grilling products or yoga, uh, building a yoga brand, and maybe I got a big community, huge email list, and I've really focused and, and put a lot of energy into building my tribe and, and building my brand up, and I have maybe five, 10 products, and I'm making really good money month in and month out, you're going to attract or have the ability to attract other investors, people that could potentially want to evaluate your business, check it out, and they might want to absorb you because maybe they already have that type of business and they just want to take over your customers or whatever it might be, or they want to add it to their brands of what they're trying to do, and you could potentially cash out for a, a, a big payday, okay? So there's a lot that kind of goes on involved with that, but that might be a, a, a vision of yours. Maybe you hit that big payday and then maybe you want to start up another brand or something like that. So as you start to build, you'll notice as you start to build your brand, again, whatever it is that you're doing, if you're doing it in pets, you're doing it in baby, you're doing it in um, you know, home and garden, grilling, all that stuff. As you start to build and you start to scale, these opportunities will come your way. Okay, You're also going to get people that are going to want to maybe wholesale your products, sell your products in their own brick and mortar stores. You're going to get people that want to uh, have you partner with their charities, their organizations, all kinds of cool stuff that comes your way, all these doors that open, okay? So it all starts with that vision of the brand, whatever direction you want to take it, but focusing in on that single customer avatar and providing them with products, a brand of products, and building a community, building a tribe around that, um, you can really kind of take things to the next level, okay? So maybe that's not in your, your wheelhouse just yet. Maybe you're just looking for that first product. That's cool. There's nothing wrong with kind of daydreaming a little bit and having a big picture vision of where you want to take things. Start with one product, build a business around it, build a brand. I think it's the best way to go long-term. It's to future-proof you. Again, if anything ever happens to Amazon, I mean, there are other platforms as well. Uh, you know, there's Jet, there's Walmart. There's so many other opportunities out there. In fact, um, as I've been building my brand, I've been attracting a lot of attention. Um, I've even had emails from Walmart saying, hey, they've looked at my brand on, on Amazon. They're in my, my Shopify site. They're really interested in potentially carrying that in some capacity. Please reach out. So, so many doors can open up depending upon what you're doing. But again, I truly believe that like it's such a better route to go compared to like the shotgun approach of just selling random widgets. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. I just think the bigger picture play is the is the private label brand. And it's a lot more fun too. And you can definitely be a lot more excited about it, uh, cracking open that laptop every day or early in the morning or after you get home from a long day at work to focus in on building a, a, a brand. That's more exciting than selling, in my opinion, 10, 15 unrelated products, dealing with customers you don't really care about and products that you don't really care about. Yeah, they might make you money, but after a while, I promise you, 
Um, that the, the fun of the money, the dollars and the cents only goes so far for a lot of people. For me personally, I like the brand that I'm building. I like what it's opened up for me as far as opportunities beyond the dollars and cents. So it makes each day that much more enjoyable, which if you've been listening to the podcast, these are things I've talked about before. Okay. So hopefully this is connecting with you. Depends upon what your goals are. Obviously, if you're just looking for that side cash and you're not really interested in building anything, you just want to make money. Go ahead, do the shotgun approach. But I know a lot of you guys and talking to a lot of you guys, you're kind of interested in the big picture. And that's awesome. And I encourage you to keep going down that that rabbit hole. You find that passion that you have, or even an interest, and build a real business around it. And it's totally possible with all the tools that are out there, with Alibaba, with obviously with Amazon FBA, um, with with Upwork, with Fiverr. Like there's so many tools we can be connected to in the community that can easily allow this to happen. You just need the patience and the plan and just execute it. And, and that's all there is to it. And don't be afraid to fail. Just keep pushing forward. And um, a lot of good things will come to you if you just keep pushing forward on your vision. And a lot of times people will say, Nick, I don't have a passion that I want to build a business around. And you may say that. They might have an interest or you might have a marginal interest in, in something that you can build an actual brand around or a physical products business around. So don't give up just because it didn't jump out at you right then, then and there. Um, just, just keep searching for it, checking your gut. What are you interested in? Things like that. I always just say that that's the best way to do it. When you're dealing with people that you actually want to deal with, customers that you actually like, um, it just puts a smile on your face. No matter what the issue is, if there's problems or whatever, just knowing that you're serving them with products, you're building a community, uh, things, a lot of good things come your way. So that about does it, guys. Uh, what are your thoughts on my reasons? Again, there could be a lot more. Join us in that Facebook group at privatelabelershow.com forward slash FB. Um, and uh, let me know your thoughts, leave a comment, whatever, and I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Peace.